The thirst is real. This is my intro. This is my intro. Hello, is it me you're looking for on another episode of Thirst? Oh my god, my vocals are really improving. That was really good. I, I feel know. like you have been practicing. I really have been. I, I have wasn't been. expecting that. I was, uh, <laughs> I didn't know what to do at first, but I just want to say I'm proud of you. Keeping you on your toes. You never know what's going to happen. We have a special guest. Yeah, Maverick's back in the house. Um, but yeah, I am the CEO of Homeless Not Toothless. Okay. Is, did you create the name as well? No, but I will tell you about the name. Okay. Homeless, not, not toothless. toothless. <laughs> did you almost lose your teeth? Oh my god, wait till you hear the story oh behind this. God. It is wild. What am I? I'm the CEO of Fostering Debate Talent Academy. Yes, you are. I don't usually mention it, but that's where I've been all week. I've been with my company. It's a whole different world than y'all. I know. It's a whole different world. There's no... Uh, there's no green tanks. No green tanks. There's no... Twinkie dinkies. No... It's a, I'm a whole different person. You wouldn't recognize me. I know, I know. I wonder, like, I feel like you do have this, like, alter ego of this whole, like, business side that, like, you don't oh. see definitely through the thirst lens. No. We're not crunching Excel spreadsheets over oh here. Oh, my God, so many Excel spreadsheets. How did you know? I love Excel There's spreadsheets. There's so many. And I kind of, like, I kind of dress, like, more straight when I'm in yeah. Vancouver. The mixture of straight and I don't give a fuck, which then makes me feel like that's also straight. Straight, right, right, yeah. right. Um, I just kind of packed some basic shirts, some... Basic pants and but do you call miss it, a day. it? Do I miss it? I don't know. I do like it, but it's so different. It's like it's just it's just so mind-bogglingly different. Right, right, right. That's this. like me doing admin for the Waterloo Airport and the new <laughs> ballet extension. Exactly. It's like I'm wearing a fucking hard hat and security vest. So we both live these double lives. We do have double lives. We're yeah. Hannah Montana. Yeah. Um, okay, so homeless, not toothless. Yes. So on the Real Houses of Beverly Hills, there is a charity um, dinner, and the charity is homeless, not toothless. Like that is the official charity name <gasps> that one of the housewives. Think about like the layers it had to go through, right? You're like, okay, I want to support a charity. Oh, let me pick one. I'm going to pick Homeless Not Toothless. And then you're going to bring it to a national platform. But anyway, it's oh just really God, funny. What? They give dental work to homeless people? I think so. But it just gets lost because the castmates can't wrap their heads around it. So they're no. like, Toothless Not Homeless. Homeless Not Toothless. Like, it is the funniest thing. And Kathy Hilton, Paris's mom, is now like on the show. And she oh, just like, she? she can't comprehend it. Well, it's a it's not a great name. It's not a great name. Name, but like, how did you like somebody had to register that? So it had to go through so many eyes. Like, even the fucking clerk at the registration wasn't like, You want to rethink this? Homeless, not toothless. toothless. Yeah, they must, they must do dental work for people in need, which I suppose is a nice okay. But like, if you're on the richest franchise of the Real Housewives and you can give advocacy to any charity, yeah, teeth for the homeless. Which is like, listen, nothing, like I know there's like an actual homeless problem. Like I'm just saying, we have like Pakistan is fucking under yeah. 650 feet yes, of water. That is true. Like it's just in the grand was it scheme. The of biggest, yeah, wasn't the biggest thing they could have worked on. Yeah, but if you want to donate to homeless, not toothless, click the link in the bio. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, but you need to update me on Big Brother because... Yes. Oh, my God. So we're at what? Final... Final eight or, like, seven. I'm, like, one episode behind, but that's fine. And, oh, my God, it was truly just the most... Like, it probably is... It probably is in the most iconic episodes of all time list. Like, this episode. Really? Because, I mean, long story short, Danielle, 
last season on Big Brother, an alliance formed called The Cookout. Yes, yes, yes. An yes, alliance yes. of all black individuals. Yep, And iconic. they ran the game. They won the game. Now we're in the next season. We're in, like, the final 12. I don't know. It was a couple weeks ago. And a Caucasian member of the show, Kyle, talks to other Caucasian members of the show and basically says, do you think these people of color might be trying to replicate the cookout? Okay. I think, on face value, that question is a fair question in a game where you're playing for half a million dollars. Right. This guy's Mormon. He's not, like, super, like... With the world, right? And I think it's it's simply a question of do you think you know these people with this common attribute? Right. Are Is there a alliance? girls' alliance? Is yeah. there like yeah, so yeah, yeah? I thought the question was decent, right? But I think we're in a mix a mixture of like twenty twenty two, like right. let's go cray. But also that his counter to the question was inadvertently forming an all white alliance, and that's where things got really fucked Ugh, up. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not the question, it's like the call to action of like, let's exactly. band together and so get then everyone was, of color out. <laughs> exactly. And that is where, and, and he didn't ever phrase it like that, but I do, I have to feel sympathy because, you know, his his Twitter hashtag is KKK Kyle. Like, that's what people are saying about him. And anyways, fast forward to the most recent episode. It was very riveting. He basically admits his mistake. He basically says to the house, I'm here to learn. I have a few days left here. I want to talk about it. I want to understand. I want to be educated. And I think it ended up as well as it could have. So, like, I don't get, like, what the aha moment was for him. The, uh, okay, oh, there's some meta shit here. This is why this is riveting TV for me and why it becomes so iconic. The white gay guy. Yes. Here's about this two weeks ago, okay? okay. The whole, like, hey, there might be an alliance forming of, of BIPOC, of people of yep. color. Two weeks ago. Only brings it up now because he's on the chopping block. So he decides to use this against Kyle because gay Michael is on the chopping block. So oh, he's like, he might go home, he's a target. So he's like, I'm going to use it now. So like, we're it's just so meta. It's like, first there's like a bit of racism. Then there's like a bit of strategy. Then there's like, I'm going to use your racism against you because I'm on the chopping block. But the, the people of color, they realize, they're like, wait, why did you tell us this two weeks oh, ago? Oh, fuck. So it's a mess. Every alliance is disbanded. There is no, like, there's just, it's just seven people floating in the garden. Like, <laughs> I... <laughs> Always in the garden. Someone floats away. Um, it is fascinating. Interesting, because it's like, it goes back to the core of what Big Brother is. It's a social experiment yes. to represent society. But I do think that it seems like this season is almost replicating that. And last season was almost like... Um, a nod and an appreciation to kind of like this needs to be done. We need to value our people of yes. color. They need to be yes. like it's so it is very interesting. I want to watch like maybe that episode specifically. Oh, that one episode you have to watch. It's it's so it's just I got goosebumps like the whole time. Wow. There's a there's a breakup in the episode. Like there's just oh, oh my god. god. It was it breaking such... up in the Big Brother house. Yeah. Oh my god! I could never. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's really interesting. I they you know what they need to do? CBS needs to burn that specific house down okay. and rebuild a new house. It's like almost like I believe in like afterlife and spirits and stuff. It's buried on like a racist lot. Okay. You know okay, what I mean? Okay. Because it always comes up and some might say adds a layer to the show that again represents society, mm -hmm. which is the social experiment. But like it needs like it, it's not getting better. Yeah, no. The cookout doesn't just wash away all the races. Like you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, like of we need a new house, CBS. We need a new house. But um okay, let's dive into the show that yes. we are here for. Yes. Um It's going good. 
<laughs> I mean, I think keep. I'm a broken record, but like Ooh. the eliminations are going good. The bottom twos are going good. Like it's just as Kimmy it's would good. say, it's correct. It's correct. It's uh, correct. Which one we call it? So Bombay just went home. No. Well, yes. 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 yes, 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 yes. No. <laughs> yeah. Bombay was the last eliminated in the painting thing. No. No, oh, Ermagerd. Ermagerd. Right, Ermagerd. So Bombay and Ermagerd are gone. Yeah. Um, and the East Coast, West Coast of Irma and Vivian have been split up. Thankful, not thankfully, but I feel like it was a time coming. So we are left with Kimmy, Jada, Giselle, Fierce, Vivian Vanderpuss. Yes. Final five. And it's... The ball. Yes, the ball, darling. We're the going ball. to the bowl. Um, so they are tasked with three different looks. Mm-hmm. Incognito, yeah. which is like essentially a play on in like incognito reveal moment. There also is spies, right? Was that it? I don't know. I, th- I thought it was the grinder thing when you're in incognito. No, that's what one of them chose to make it about. <laughs> oh my god, we'll dive into that. Yeah, anyways, okay, incognito. And then mask for mascara. Yeah. Which is like the play on masculine and feminine look. And then the third one was the gown gala, the ball gown. Extravaganza. Ex- extravaganza. There was no theme to it, right? It was I just think it was a ball like, gown. Pretty. Like, yeah, but, like, in a ball gown sense. Um, like, very, um, what's up, Miss Universe final? Oh, yeah, In the pageant world. Mm-hmm. So, the sewing challenges involved. They have to be creative. This is, like, a very, probably one of the more heavier thinkers mm. uh, in terms of, like, what you're going to do. Mask for mascara, it's, like, kind of complicated. Yes. In Cogshito, kind of complicated. very complicated, yeah. Um, so, we see all the wheels turning. We have the Hawk Lugan girls... And we have two seamstresses. I I can't wrap my head around Giselle doing everyone's look for them. Yeah. Why was she helping Fierce so much? Helping them. She's like, oh, yeah, I just did her pattern for her. Yeah. So then all she has to do is cut and do it. It's like, why did that? that, that you did her look. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't make sense. Is it the Canadian of it all? Like, do you think we, we almost need to have like a a, like, workshop before any Canadian reality TV show and be like, be rude, be ruthless, try to win. Yeah, like, cutthroat training with Frankie and Anil. Yeah. Oh God, I would love that. Because there's a no... boot camp. Like, yeah, a literally. boot camp. Because it's like, they're all kumbaya, final five. This is your motherfucking career. Yeah, this is your life. Giselle could have, like, not had the hour to do a poofy sleeve and she could have gone home. Oh, yeah, and her lining was unlined. Yeah. What's that called? Unlined. <laughs> the bottom was the s- loose. The seam. She had a loose bottom. She had a loose, loose seam and a loose bottom. Is it mm-hmm. a seam? No. It's a... Hem! Hem. The hem was the, off. The hem line was the off. The hem line was clo- open yeah. and needed to be closed. Um, do you watch Making the Cup? No. Oh, I was going to say, Making the Cup podcast coming soon. Oh, good luck. Lord Jesus. It's basically the new pro- Project One Way. Yeah, yeah. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I it makes me kind of mad in that regard of like, we really... And this is why I appreciate Fierce, is that... We she ain't don't have. Anyone, she ain't helping including nobody. herself. <laughs> She's gonna get all her looks made for her. Um, so again, hawk lugan versus sewing. I think like at least if you don't know how to sew, you got to know your way around a hawk lugan. We see different approaches. We see Kimmy then be like, "I'm doing a backup outfit out of oh, yeah. paper." Ugh. 
It's not very gowny. Not very gowny. Cinderella didn't wear paper to her gown. 100%. To her ball. She had a fairy make it for her. But it was just like fucking fierce and Giselle. Yeah, literally. So <laughs> I want to say before we dive into like runway breakdown and what we're thinking, there was like an actual very powerful moment. Sometimes oh, these mirror moments, like they don't land or you could tell like a producer's like, all right, yeah. who got bullied in high yes, school? Yes. Like this one was like in the rarest form, so authentic and genuine and such a pure moment. Um, it's like Kimmy talking about essentially, uh, rape mm-hmm. and uh, specifically how it affects trans mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. and how it's like not even really talked about. And like, mm-hmm. she even like said in a roundabout way, but like, she is already conditioned to think that this is okay as a trans woman. It was yeah. like, so like, I don't know. It, it was just like, we know that this happens in our community, but it's like to have it now explained on that platform is just like so needed in an authentic way. Cause sometimes it's almost like, Oh, it was so just beautifully kind of depicted and honest and right. genuine. And the saddest, you know, what line that, that Kimmy said was something along the lines of, you know, as a trans woman, it's either take it or be killed. Like right. that was so like scary and powerful. Um, and obviously with not that many trans contestants, I can imagine this hasn't been a topic that has been discussed maybe ever or maybe this right. is new like it's it's something we definitely you know have to to hear about and learn about so yeah and what i liked is that we didn't like almost like make it rainbows and butterfly or fluff it like she was like i've been raped yeah this happens like it was like i like how like clean cut and direct it was because sometimes it's like as trans women we don't get the same rights or we yeah, feel yeah, violated yeah, yeah, like yeah. it was very like pure and honest and I don't know man I've been saying it Kimmy is the the winner pick for me and this is almost like what we needed not that like there's a formula but it really like there's so many layers to Kimmy if that yeah, makes sense yeah like, no that's true it definitely like there's a lot to it's a good it's a it's good, a good cast. yeah it's, it's a, good a good cast and it's like it was just such a pure moment of like even them like supporting her and stuff yeah. and I don't know we forget about stupid stuff in our community of like how far we still need to come mm-hmm. like we're now trans women are feeling able to be a part of drug race you know what I mean like there's so much way to go but anyway to the runway let's take it to the runway take it to the runway so many of these ball looks it's like you have to like meditate and like really think about it because it's like so much but i know it is a lot i mean yeah well let's just talk standouts any standouts for you oh god i mean fierce's first and second look is definitely what stands out to me just right thoughtful creative beautiful um there was storyline involved right. like it ugh. the political awareness of those individuals and it's also like it i want to say those back-to-back runways were the most elevated Canada's Drag Race runways presentations we've ever seen. Yeah. Like, we have not seen that type of elevated fashion drag. From, yeah. Like, Fierce has really elevated the game. Yeah, like, um, unbelievably so. So, like, that was, for me, definitely definitely the standout. As far as the creative look, I feel like Giselle's. The poofies? Yeah. Like, yeah, it yeah, looked, yeah. like, high fashion. It looked fun. It looked well-made. Other than the loose... <laughs> Hem seam. Hem seam, yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, how about for you? Yeah, I was going to say, Fierce, like, this is really a moment, like, Canada's Drag Race, the first season was just fun, because it was like, yay, we have Drag Race. Oh. Season two, obviously, was the COVID slum, like, um, yeah. like no matter how you slice exactly. it, we were in a pandemic. Yep. Um, and then season three, what Fierce Delicious specifically has brought is that 
as Canada, we can keep up with the Americans. You mm. throw fears in with the Americans. She can keep up with the best of them. Because mm. sometimes, like, I'm not trying to be mean, but it you can tell the, the difference between the American and Canadian. Well, we had some weak episodes this season where I was like, oh, shit. Like, oh, it's yeah. just not good. I'm, I There's a distinct moment in the season where I'm just like, everyone felt so sad and worthless and they weren't able to do anything and like this this episode in the painting episode it just was like oh my god so much talent which was so nice to see yeah it really got elevated so I just feel like there's more because it hasn't been renewed for season four so and I think it's Drag Race Thailand got cancelled like there's like this like can we make it through but even with the versus the world yeah but maybe that's the rap no no no, um, I think that yeah, we have so much more talent, but Fierce has set a new standard. Like the fucking bananas, where the fuck did they come from? Oh, the yeah. gold banana, I don't know. It was very, know. very impressive. I was shocked at Vivian Vanderpuss that like it was like when they kept on saying it was one no. I didn't even realize it until I was like, yeah, it was one no. I feel bad that Vivian got this critique. <laughs> at the last I second. I know, it because was Because it was such a good critique, and I was like, oh my god, you're right. right. But you didn't even give her a chance to use it, the critique right. like, for anything. Like, it was true. Right. And it, it put it put into words why I wanted her eliminated. Right. But it, I felt bad. I felt really bad because she had such a strong track record, yeah. and if anything, like... Never in the bottom. Never in the bottom. Just won a challenge. I think, like, her almost winning the challenge last week was just stupid now, like, in terms of, like... Oh, like, it's just a waste of our time. Waste of a win. And it's just, like, I feel bad because I think everybody sitting there, everybody, three people wrote on the mirror, Vivian, to win. Like, I think as a cast collective... I didn't. Uh, yeah, she was. I didn't write that on the board, but. but like I think as a cast collective, they always thought she was going to be did. at the end. So this yeah. was like a really shocking elimination. Which is good. We need that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So any like slums for? I mean, the her Vivian Vanderpuss, her specific. She made it seem like those shoulders were going to be to the ceiling. Mm. They were like this. It was pretty though. Was it the tux look? I thought it was pretty. <laughs> Wait, the one that she made herself? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, it wasn't a gown or it was just like I don't know I don't know I feel I do feel bad but she, any nothing she was serving and did any of them practice the reveals the some of the reveals were wong oh and the, yeah they were <laughs> I was like jada and if you have to think they did that three times or whatever like yeah oh, yeah man. that was weird yeah 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 poor jada but she if anything jada showed like personality and flavor which is what i liked like it was authentically jade up between all three yeah but that what was the look. line you went from a drag queen to a sparkly drag queen that was the oh look, yeah, right? yeah 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 um, that, like you reveal. didn't really like reveal yourself you yeah just, like, went from like <laughs> she she went from like a dress to like a shinier version yeah, of the dress that was bad. and then kimmy kimmy's made no sense i mean it made sense to me i liked the first part but the then- screen I liked the screen. That was cute. And then it was like, then you're a clown. Why does everyone have to be a clown once per season? Because it's like this whole note. Like It's funny because Queen's prep for Drag Race is as though they've gotten all these notes. But like, there's always been a consistent oh. note of like, show us versatility. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, they go so extremely because like Fierce's clown look was her attempt to show versatility. Like, yeah, it's like, I don't know. Maybe if you're going to be cast on Drag Race, come consult with us because... It's, your intentions are right, it's just misplaced. Yeah, but I mean, it just made no sense to the theme. I know, I loved it though. When the screen dropped and she just started bouncing in her <laughs> runway, 
Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Um, yeah, the gowns were pretty. It was it was a it was a solid ball, but really like fierce was leaps and bounds above everybody. Yeah. Like it's really hard to debate. In the first two looks, but yeah. Yeah, you didn't like her gown? Uh, it was fine. It was very Miss Universe. Made by Giselle, yeah, it was. Yeah, it was, it was pretty. It was pretty. And it like Miss Universe. That's also true. And it didn't look. Yeah, it looked very. Uh, it didn't look camp drag. Like it looked like a like a real dress. That's true. Um, so then we get the final bottom two. Yeah. Kimmy and Vivian. I think everybody and their mother thought Kimmy was going home. I did not. I mean, thank in you. In a lip sync? When I, this, this was the best Canada's Drag Race lip sync ever. Oh, someone else had that too. I think it's number two. I think I drove all night is number one. Okay. Priyanka and Kiara. Okay. That is probably the best lip sync of Canada's Drag Race. And then this this was the second. Wow. You don't think so? I think I was distracted when like lip sync was happening. I, think I need to like rewatch. The you're still thinking you're about high school confidential. <laughs> That's your favorite lip sync. You're the second person who said this, so I need to like rewatch it. It was and give it what it deserves. Good. Like I and this is again why I, like crave like any I'm not shitting on crave, but any network, if you're gonna be sitting here being like, we support gay rights or whatever, you should always be allotting an extra episode or two to Drag Race because sometimes the talent is so good that that should have been a double Shantae, but it couldn't be oh. because logistically you have not funded have no nine to ten episodes. <laughs> so, like, actually go above and beyond and fucking put your money where your mouth is saying, oh, we gave eight episodes. We love the gays. It's like, no, protect the talent. Give them opportunities to flourish. That could have been a double Shantae and then... You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it made yeah. me angry in that regard because logistically it should have been a double Shantae, but they couldn't do it. Yeah, because there's restraints. Yeah. Constraints. What was the song? It was so good. Oh, Control, Alt, Delete it. Control, Alt, and Delete it. Oh, who sang um, that? Rev. Oh. You'll know it when you hear it. I, well, I know it now because you sang it for me. I know. See my voice? It just gets stuck in your head, people. <laughs> um, okay, we're at the final four finale. I love that they didn't know, by the way. I didn't know. You didn't know it was the final four? You knew, but I didn't know. <laughs> I love, like, the, Brooklyn just dropped it on them right before they went into Untucked. Yeah, that was, that was cool. I mean, our first final four. Yeah. Or our first final four at a finale right. in Canada. It feels correct. Yeah. It feels right. Because these four, like, they all, and I really, really, truly mean it. I mean, this is not some bullshit, like, horrible line, because I did not feel this way in season two. But for season three... They all deserve to win. Mm -hmm. I really could see anyone winning and me feeling that makes sense. Right. I never get that in reality TV, especially in Drag Race. It's rare. So it's like, I'm so excited to watch this finale live and to see who is crowned. Yeah, we're going to see the crowning. Um, if you haven't gotten your tickets, you can get it uh, duly noted on Instagram in Toronto. I'm just trying to think like really like... Who's going to fucking win? So who do you want to win? Who do you think is going to win? I want Fierce or Jada to win. Okay. Um, who do I think? I think it's going to be Giselle Lullaby. I want Jada, and I think it's going to be Giselle. I think it's going to be Giselle. I just think that a Snatch Game win is, like, puts you leaps and bounds. Like, having a Snatch Game win makes you, like, top two. It's like all the winners have, like, a lot of them have won Snatch Game. It's rare to be, I think, like, Evie Oddly's the only person that did terrible on Snatch Game and won. Do you um, think, like, the powers that be could be thinking, like, Fierce has just so much potential on TikTok and in fashion, and, like, for that 
we need to give her the win. I think that exactly what you just said is that Fierce represents this future of drag with like, you know, there's comedy queens, there's fashion girls, there's alternative drag girls, and then she is a social media Media girl. Like, we've never really seen this, and we had the battle of the social media queens of Tijan, Shirley Sarayan, and... And fierce. fierce. Yeah. But, and like, you know, so there's this almost new carved out category. Of, sorry, that was our worst attempt. I'm sorry. I just have to I, say that. Shalom, I just said Shalom Shalom Shalom. LaRue. I just said Shalom. But anyways, um, yeah, sorry. It's, but like a new track. Yes, so that is it, true. It's rewarding, and she does it, and she does it well, and she does it effortlessly. Fierce's two wins for me were still a little like odd. Like they were not wins where I thought, oh my god, it's so obvious. It was the branding and the ball, right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm wondering if like that's what the like that's what we're they're getting. setting her up for yeah, that like, interesting because we were I was ready for a fierce elimination a long time ago based on the edit based on the right, edit right, right. but then like her two wins like the win before the finale that's a big it's a that's huge a big deal win. a ball so, like, and you don't know and how to who sew has two wins um Giselle and her do you think so and then it's one and one one and one and not for nothing but Kimmy's win was fierce's win they you know what I mean oh, it was the duo, the challenge. duo challenge and Fierce was running a fucking boot camp and Kimmy couldn't eat or drink until she got her lines right. Yeah. So it's oh. really like Fierce's win. Oh my God. And I just, I mean, it would just be fucking cool for the villain to win on The villain That's never wins. That's another win. thing. Like, the villain never wins. Right. And we have this representation. We have like old school, really done well, drag, mixed with like some flavor, Jada. We have representation of like Quebec, France, which is like as Canada, they're a huge part of our country. And we have Kimmy, trans representation, we have Fierce, like social media queen. They all have a carved out I know. lane. Oh I just oh, maybe two winners. They no, do that, I don't but. think anybody is like forcing our hand. <laughs> like no one's they're not like they're both so good. You're right, you're right, you're right. It's a close <laughs> race, but it's not, yeah. It's not yeah. for yeah, 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 yeah. It's kind of weird to think like Jada and Fierce, like in terms of like personal lives, like Bitches were just chi- like chilling, and now they're like no. in the final and of. They don't know, like they don't know who wins, because they knew they made it this far. Obviously, it was pre-filmed, but they don't know who the winner is. Yeah, that is crazy. Shout out to Toronto Drag, always taking it to the end. <sighs> um, but yeah, for that reason specifically, because Toronto, Ottawa, I think it's going to be Giselle just to spread the well, because it's going to go back to Ottawa or Toronto if it's the other three. So yeah, Giselle Lullaby's winning. Okay. Well, you heard it here first. Yeah. But just doing that. But I don't want that. Because it's like, imagine <sighs> watching America and it's like New York, New York, LA. Like I know. Ooh. All right. Well, congrats, Ooh. congrats, Giselle Lullaby. <laughs> Justice for Fierce and Kimmy. And Jada. And Jada. Um, oh, are you going to dress up on Thursday? I'm going to wear something. Yeah. But like, are you going to wear a blazer? Ooh. Like, are we just saying that? Maybe this is not a podcast conversation, but maybe it is. Um, uh, we should like have a, a look. A look. As always. Not like a collared look, but a look. A look. Okay. I'll talk to Lily about it and let you know. Okay. He's going to consult with his stylist and, um, okay, I'm excited. We're going to put a look. Should we, should we come up? There's a category, like, cause we are coming with a squad and we all wear like pink. 
Oh my god, that would be crazy. And the, my yeah, these people would like be down for that. Down, down, down. No, but that's like I mean, it's like I'm that person that's like I like attention. Don't give me attention. Oh, <laughs> I like attention. I need attention. Um. Okay. Cool. So we will be recapping the full yeah. season uh-huh. and doing awards next week mm-hmm. and talking the finale of the iconic third winner of Canada's Drag Race. Oh my god, it feels like how is how is it over? Um anyway, if you haven't been following, follow us at Thirst Media, Thirst is with a Y. You can follow us on YouTube and social media. You can hit Frankie up at Frankie Chenna on all of his platforms. If you're listening on Spotify or YouTube, hit that subscribe button, leave a nice little review. He's gonna eat his perfectly portioned calorie allotted yamma. Perfectly meals delivered to your house. Go to Yamma on Frankie's Instagram channel if you'd like to partake in really good lunches. Oh my god, did I hit my marks? Yeah, you did. Um, I'm gonna get Chipotle, I think. Yamba! Yamba! With a B. Um, anyway, always remember. The thirst is real. This is my intro.